0: So in this episode, we're going to look at jazz scales and I'm going to show you which scales you can play over any type of chord. So this is a common area of confusion. I get a lot of emails about which scales do I play? How do I know when to play which scale? How long do I play a scale for? So in this episode, I'm going to explain jazz scales once and for all. So with other styles of music, like classical music or most diatonic pop music, The norm is to play from the same scale for a significant period of time, sometimes the whole song. If it's a pop song, for example, that's written in the key, then it's common to just use the same seven notes for the whole song. Uh, Likewise, in classical music, it's common to sustain one key for a good amount of time, sometimes at least four bars or sometimes eight bars, depending on the composer, or 16 bars. So if you come from these styles of music, as I did, you have this sort of belief that all music sort of stays in the same scale for a good amount of time. However, with jazz, it's actually different. In jazz, we try to change the scale constantly. And actually, when you become advanced at jazz, you're trying to constantly change the scale with every single chord. So as a beginner in jazz, you might play the two-five-one in C major. So you have a D minor seven chord, and a G dominant seven chord, and a C major seven chord. And lesson one in jazz might teach you that, oh, okay, you can play C major scale over all three chords because all three chords are taken from the notes of C major scale. That's why it's a two, five, one in C major. And yes, C major scale sounds consonant over all three chords. Consonant just means it sounds like they're right notes. You're not playing wrong notes. However, it doesn't sound very exotic. It doesn't sound sophisticated. So a more advanced jazz musician will actually aim to change the scale over every single chord change. Now they might actually play the same scale for the two chord and the one chord, that's common actually, but for the five chord, they will look to change it. They will look to sort of change some of the notes, flatten, sharpen some of those notes. So you hear these sort of flats, these sort of altered notes. Even though I'm not calling out the notes that I'm playing, you can probably hear. that on the five chord, the G dominant seven, that these notes that I'm playing sort of stand out. They are out of scale kind of notes. Well, that's the effect that we have. In jazz, we're trying to change the scale constantly. And as I said, the two chord and the one chord can be the same scale. Those could be C major scale. That's fine because in between we have a five chord and we only have to change scale over that five chord to make the notes sound exotic. And then we can come back in for the one chord. So you hear this in, out, in kind of sound. So now let me explain how jazz scales work. And I I just want to show you from the ground up how you can actually construct your own scales and how you can have peace of mind knowing that your scales will always sound consonant and not just consonant, but actually quite colorful and sophisticated over any chord. So first thing to note is that there's multiple scales that you can play over any chord type. There's never just one scale that you have to play, there's always a choice of at least two or three or more, and in general the principle is this, you want your notes to agree with in your left hand with your right hand, so when you're playing a bass line, a chord voicing and a melody, you want all of the notes to be built from the same scale. So that's how harmony works, of course we can change chord and all of that scale changes, but for the duration of one chord, you want the bass line to be playing from the same scale as the chord voicing and the melody. And really that's what harmony is. It's just a bunch of notes, and the chord voicing plays all of the notes at the same time, the bass line plays the root of the scale, and then the melody plays one note at a time. But they're all these notes are all taken from the same scale and then that scale changes when you change chord, at least in jazz, we try to change the scale constantly. So the main concept is that you want your left hand notes in your chord voicing to agree with your right hand notes which you're playing in your improvisation or your melody, whatever it is. So let's take a C major seven chord. The first sort of rule, and this really I would say is a rule, you want to get your chordal tones into your scale. The chordal tones are the root, third, fifth, and seventh of the chord. So basically taking the seventh chord that's at the bottom of the chord, ignoring any extensions like ninths, elevenths and 13 you want to take the root, third, fifth, and seventh and put that in your scale. So here I'm playing a C major seven chord, C, E, G, B. I'm going to start by putting those notes in my scale. So the root, the major third, the fifth, and the major seventh. That's the, first po- that's the first thing to do. And you could just improvise just using those chordal tones. You don't have to add any more notes than that. But if we want to add a ninth, eleventh, and thirteenth, or a second, a fourth, and a sixth, since we're talking about scales here, it's probably better to say two, four, six, whereas 9, 11, 13 is more for chords which are built in thirds so we have every other number. So to find the two, four, and six, this is really where you have some flexibility and you can create different scales based on which type of second you use, which type of fourth you use, and which type of sixth you use. So really you can't go too wrong with the two, four, and six but I'll just show you a really good rule of thumb that I like to follow for most of my playing, and that is to start with the chordal tones, root third, fifth, and seventh, and then to add a whole step above the root, the third, and the fifth. And when you add a whole step above these, you get your ninth, your eleventh, and your thirteenth, or your second, your fourth, and your sixth. So C up a whole step, brings you to D, E up a whole step, you to F sharp, that's the sharp four, and G upper whole step brings you to A, that's a major sixth. And when we use this method, we end up playing the notes of C Lydian scale over C major seven. So C, D, E, F sharp, G. And this is a very nice scale to play over major seven chords. And most of the time, this is the scale which I will play when I have a major seven chord. So if we have an F major seven, again, I'll play the Lydian scale. If we have B flat major seven, again, B flat Lydian scale. And it's very nice with this sharp four. That's a very nice colorful note which you might want to actually aim for when you're writing melodies. It's a very nice jazz color, a sophisticated color to use in your solos. Let's do the same thing for a minor seven chord. Let's take C minor seven. We're going to have C, E flat, G, B flat. So which notes will we have in our scale? Well, we'll start with the chordal tones. We'll start with the notes which I just called out. C, E flat, G, B flat. Again, you could just write a solo just using those four notes. Plenty of jazz musicians have written a lot of music just using chordal tones. But if we want to go the next step and add a second, a fourth, and a sixth, we can just count up a whole step from the root third and fifth. So C up a whole step, gives us D E flat up a whole step brings us to F and G up a whole step brings us to a and we end up playing a scale called C Dorian it's a C Dorian scale it's basically a minor scale but with a major sixth this a natural so C D e flat F G. And this is a very common scale, which I'll play over minor seven chords. And these are sophisticated scales. Although this is a simple trick, it's a simple concept to understand, these are the scales that a lot of professional musicians will play. So it generates complex scales, but it's also quite easy to understand. Next, let's go to a dominant seven chord. This is the third of the three most common chords that you'll encounter in jazz. So C dominant seven, it's gonna be C, E, G, and B flat. So which notes will we play in our scale if we use this chord tone plus whole step principle? Well, we'll start with the chordal tones. C, E, G, B flat. And of course we can use these in our solo, but let's add in the 9th, 11th, 13th, or the 2nd, 4th, and 6th. Let's count up a whole step from C, C, D, up a whole step from E, it's F sharp. Again, that's sharp four. G, up a whole step, is A, then we have this B flat. So C, D, E, F sharp, G, A, B flat. And this scale is a very nice scale called the Lydian dominant scale. Lydian dominant scale. I'm pronouncing these clearly because sometimes people hear me wrong, but Lydian dominant. So there's a sort of dash in between the word Lydian and dominant. It's basically the Lydian scale up to the fifth. So it's basically the Lydian scale up to the fifth. C, D, E, F sharp, G, but then the fifth up to the root is what's sometimes called the dominant scale, although more commonly called the Mixolydian scale or the Mixolydian mode. Don't worry about that, it's just basically G, A, B flat. It's sort of like the Dorian scale as well at the top. And that's what's called a hybrid scale where scales are constructed by taking a bottom half of another scale and mixing it with the top half of a different scale. So taking two scales here, we sort of have the root to the fifth and then the fifth to the root. And the name reflects the fact that it's sort of like taking two different scales and mixing them together. So that's why it's called the Lydian dominant scale. And this is a very nice scale to play over dominant seven chords, especially for the major two, five, one, so the five chord of a major two, five, one. This is the scale I will often play. The minor two five one is a bit different. I'll usually use either the altered scale for the dominant seven chord or the diminished scale. So these are sort of more complex scales, but for most of jazz it's going to be the major two five one. I would say about 90% of jazz is this major two five one. So this Lydian dominant scale is. Very often used in my playing, at least. You can play it over dominant seven chords. Now, if you're enjoying this episode, I'd really appreciate if you'd consider giving me a five-star review in iTunes. It would really help me out. It would help the show reach more listeners. So to submit a review, just search for The Jazz Tutorial Podcast in iTunes, and you can leave your review. Thank you so much for your support, and we're going to go back to the episode. So those are the three most common scales which I play because most of jazz is these three chord types the major seven chord, the minor seven chord, and the dominant seven chord. The nice thing about using this technique is not only does it create professional, sophisticated scales, but it also gets you changing scale for every chord without having to think much about it. So you just take one chord at a time, you construct the scale using this chord tone plus whole step principle, and you'll end up changing scale for most chords throughout the song. So it actually gives you that sophisticated sound And it's a much better method than simply seeing a 2-5-1 in C major and playing C major scale over all three chords. So I much prefer using this principle, especially if you're a beginner. But even, I mean, most of my playing is based on this principle. Sure, there's other scales which exist. Maybe we'll do other lessons on those later. But for most of my playing, it comes down to this chordal tone plus whole step principle. And I'd like you to go to your real book for practice. You can play through the chords of the song. Just choose a song, play through the chords in your left hand. And for each chord, I want you to just ignore the melody, and I just want you to play the correct scale, ascending and descending. So we have a two, five, one, and C major. You have a D minor seven chord. Start with the chordal tones, D, F, A, and C and then add a whole step to the root, the third, and the fifth. And then play the scale. Then go to the dominant seven chord, the next chord, G dominant seven, play the chordal tones, and then add a whole step to the root, third, and fifth, and play the scale. And then the same for the next chord, C major seven. And I want you to play through the song using this technique. Now as you encounter other chord types like the half diminished chord or the fully diminished chord, well this technique still works and you can actually experiment and discover the scales that you produce when you use this chordal tone whole step rule or principle when you use it for these other chord types. It'll be good for you to explore the different scales that you get. I'll tell you the names of these scales for the half diminished chord. So C, E flat, G flat, and B flat. You'll end up playing what's called the half diminished scale. C, D, E flat, F, G flat, A flat, B flat. That's a very nice scale. And it also works on the minor major seven chord. So if we had a C minor major seven chord, again, you can just start with the chordal tones. C, E flat, G, B, and then add a whole step to the root, the minor third, and the fifth. You'll end up playing C melodic minor scale. And I'd like to invite you to download some of my free sheet music, which I've put together specially for the podcast. You can go to jazztutorial.com forward slash podcast, and you can download a series of PDF sheet music which I've put together. There's my chord symbol reference guide which shows you all of the chord symbols that you need to know for jazz. And I've notated some of my favorite chord progressions. You can download my 23 sweet chord progressions sheet music and you can download them for free over at jazztutorial.com forward slash podcast. So that's www.jazztutorial.com forward slash podcast.